Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and we've got Victor Speck. What's up, yo? Wow, that took you a long time <laughs> to respond. I thought you were going to be like, you know, we got Victor Speck on the other no, line. No, we're no, no, no. On, on the line today, we are we are from the headquarters in Calgary, Alberta, in, in Victor's basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. that's, <laughs> that's the headquarters. Okay, uh, we have a lot to talk about, guys. Uh, you know, so today we just we are recording for the first time right after. Uh, one o'clock. Um, you know the Sunday games have been played. We've had, uh, you know, uh, 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 Ch- uh, Chelsea played a game. Yeah, against, uh, Sheffield. against Sheffield. We just finished the Manchester United game against, uh, uh, you know, um, Leicester City. So uh, <laughs> we. This is kind of instant reactions based on the games, and also we'll probably you know touch base on. Uh, over the week, uh, Chelsea played against um, Atletico. Atletico, so and uh, United played against Milan. So we'll kind of mix those two together. Uh, but first of all, before we even get right into it, I think we're gonna just start off right off the bat. In fact, with Manchester United because this is the biggest, this is the freshest yeah. uh, reaction, and um, yeah. I think it's important that we cover uh, what just happened today. So mm-hmm. United are out. United lost three one to Leicester City. Um, you know, and uh, for some people, some people I think the instant reaction I'm seeing from a lot of United fans right now is quite shocking to them. Um, but the reality for me is this is not shocking. Yeah. I think in the last episode, you guys, you heard me, you know, throughout my complaints about Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I clearly said the team is a very bad team. Yep. Um, I stand by that. I, you know, when I say the team is a bad team, obviously, if you're looking at context, if you're comparing us over to Arsenal, well, we're better than Arsenal. But if you're comparing, you know, if you're comparing ourselves Let between, <laughs> if you're comparing ourselves between, you know, top four um, or maybe even uh, any of the top leagues, we're just we're we're mediocre. Um, at best, a be- No, no, not mediocre at best, but we're mediocre, like top. I would say between top eight to a top four team, and the, is the individualism that is helping us punch above our weight, and it's making us get into uh, the top four. So that's the kind of team that we are. We're not, we're not the greatest. We're not, we're not, we're not, we, you know, we, we will beat City on occasion, but we're the type of team that's going to lose to Leicester or lose to, um, you know, uh, what they call them, even Arsenal, I'm going to say. But anyway, uh, let's get right into it, man. What do you think about the game? Um, I thought you guys, <laughs> Leicester played you guys, man. Leicester played you guys. Yeah. Um, you guys are not uh, decisive in moments, for sure. The That second goal, why the hell are you letting Tillemans just run ragged like that? Like, they should have already put a leg into him before he even had his chance to get on his bike, right? Ask Fred. Ask Fred and Matic. <laughs> yeah. Ask both I, of them. Like I was saying on the group chat, they were <laughs> probably talking about the pizza they had last night. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they forgot. <laughs> And Tillemans, you cannot let Tillemans go and drive like that. Yeah, Tillemans is just like Kovacic. You, you can't, you can't let any player run and drive. Yeah, this is but, professional but, but football. This, but that's bro. the thing: the guys that carry the ball so well, like you can't let Kovacic or Tillemans drive. Yeah. But with Kovacic, you don't know if he's going to finish. But Tillemans, you know he's going to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's that was a huge fault right there. They shouldn't have done that. And then that header. With Hianacho that got that, and yeah, it was yeah. like, who's marking that guy, bro? No, who's marking him, bro? Like the 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 problem with this, I United- think I think at this point now, nah, I think I think it's um, 
Ole probably needs to go, man. If these boys want to develop any further, I think it's it's probably the right time for Ole to go. And you guys should get a new manager, one who can actually coach, who can actually like understand the way players need to be, their tactics, the the structure that comes with it, and how to really just like move as a squad, right? Yeah. But the you know yeah yeah you're on you're on something there. The, the key thing though, like let's just like, there's a lot of problems with this team, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I think recently we just announced, uh, um, and we didn't cover this, but we announced the signing of the director of football, John Morto, yeah. um, which I thought was a good thing. I think from a positive angle, this is a very good thing mm-hmm. for United, and we're going to be looking at um, hopefully changes. But the worry that I have is he's another yes man, mm-hmm. which is, you know, what's his name? Uh, Ed Woodward's uh, puppet, you know what I mean? Well, Fletcher is also there so, as a technical director. Right? Fletcher being there as a technical director, to me, doesn't mean too much because... Fletcher was on Ole's coaching staff, yeah. right? So are you going to start biting kind of your, you know, you, that was your teammate, your ex-teammate. And then also he gave you a job to kind yeah, of start yeah, yeah. you off on the right foot with Manchester United, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and, and as a technical director, all Fletcher's uh, uh, role probably is going to be around setting up how the team, the style of play, the type of players they're going to be looking at, what kind of football should they be looking at on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the director of football is more of overseeing do the recruitments align with the long-term strategy of, um, you know, the style of playing the football they're going to be playing on pitch. Whether it's players, staff, management, you know, that's kind of where Marto comes in. Mm -hmm. But as you're saying, the players need to progress, right? Mm -hmm. You know the funny thing? They're talking about giving Ole a new contract. In fact, I've already heard that they've given him a new contract and they're just waiting for the season to finish. <laughs> Yo, like, we, like the, the funny part, people started asking, who, who is waiting? Who is knocking on the door to sign Ole Gunnar Sokshare? <laughs> Tell me. Would you sign him right now? No. No, you won't sign him, right? No, why would why? I have Tuko? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. You didn't have Tuko. Would you sign Ole? No. No. I would leave, I'll keep Lampard. You give Lampard. <laughs> My goodness, there you go. I would keep. I would rather keep Lampard from a Chelsea fan. They would rather keep Lampard than get Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Who like my own? My question to Ed Woodward and to the you know uh, to the United hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Who is knocking on the door to sign Ole? Is there is somebody from France coming knocking on the door and saying, "Hey guys, like, when is Ole gonna be available?" Like. Seriously, tell me when this guy is going to be ready to go. Because we really need him right now. He's he's so sick. Like, we need this dude right now. Tell me, right? Nobody's waiting on the door. But we are the ones that are, you know, in a hurry, you know, to sign this, uh, 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 sign this coach in, a, in an extended contract. For what reason? What is the reason, guys? Tell me. Like, what... Why would you want to sign this guy to a long-term contract? <laughs> anyway. Only, only, I'll tell you why. Only to drown the team. <laughs> no, man. No, because they just need, they, they need, they need puppets. That's what they need. Yeah. They need puppets. So, you know, for me, it's, um, uh, it just, it, it, it baffles, it baffles me. This, uh, uh, this, this United, this whole United hierarchy and this whole system. And all of that, comes down in the pitch. You can see how every bad decision they're making, good decisions too sometimes, how they all are laying down into the pitch. Mm-hmm. Now you have young kids like Amadiello 
who's playing? And you just look like today, they put him on for like 10 minutes. He just looked lost. You know, all the games I've seen him play, I'm like, this kid, this kid has so much to give. Mm-hmm. He just looks off, man. You know, it's like, there's nothing, there's no cohesion. Mm-hmm. You watch the team play and then you're like, you know, what, 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 where is the cohesion here? Where is the, um, uh, what are we, what, what is, uh, uh, what are we trying to accomplish on the pitch? Today, we tried to move the ball from the back. We tried to move, and we looked so inept. I've said this in previous podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing I've said is, there's only two ways that you can play, um, uh, there's only two ways that you can that you can play Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And those two ways that you can play Manchester United, number one is press high. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're pressing high, p- commit to pressing high. Yeah. You, trust me, Fred cannot move. Fred cannot move uh, properly. Uh, cannot move the ball properly, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Fred cannot move the ball properly. And uh, when you look also to uh, at the at the uh, uh, at the other guys who are supporting Fred, even even Matic, even McTominay, those three struggle with moving the ball off the, out of the back, mm-hmm. right? So you have you have that, and then you have Maguire, who you know everybody think this guy thinks he's the second coming of. Um, you know, uh, Maldini or Nesta <laughs> or Franz Beckenbauer, that he can move the ball from... He he himself cannot even do it. No. You saw it with the first pass he gave to Fred, and Fred just gave an assist to Ihanacho. Like Maguire you is know, just a brutal force. You know, he's, he's, he's not, he doesn't even know how to use his brute force. Yeah. He's so big. He's a, lum, he's a lumber, man. This guy can't even use it. Just my only thing I've always said, guys, look, we can't play from the back. Mm-hmm. Clear the ball. Yeah, That's... It's okay to clear the ball. It's okay to say, look, we're not a good team that moves the ball from the back. Mm-hmm. Throw it out. Yeah. Throw the ball out. It's either you do that or the next or the next thing, uh, uh, it's either you do that or you, you risk stupendous goals like this. Yeah. Right? That's the other thing. The second thing is, if you, can't, if you don't press United high, sit back deep. Mm-hmm. Those two things, Leicester did it to perfection today. When they needed to press high, they pressed high. When they needed to see deep, they sat deep. United couldn't break them down. Mm-hmm. Nothing we could do to break them down. So you're looking at this team and you're just like, this team is just not, it's not a good team, man. And like, you know, the, and, and people, and don't get me wrong, when people say, when I say we're not a good team, some people think, oh, so what about Rashford? What about Martial? <laughs> you know, what about these guys? I'm like, look, what we have they done we, this season? They haven't done much, but you, you can look at the, the individual talent. Mm-hmm. We have individual talented footballers on the team. Yeah. But we're not a good team. Yeah. If Bruno doesn't succeed, we don't succeed. It's that's it. If you know, you, the game started today, Van der Beek was on, and uh, and uh what they call it, um Dogba was on, nothing was happening in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ole makes his subs. The guy that's been killing us in the game, Fred. Fred was sabotaging us left, right, and center. No, no, no. You know what? I'm going to keep Fred on. And then let, let's make the situation worse. And then, oh, wait. Take wait and then I'm going to take Pogba and Van der Beek out. And bring Matichon. I know. I bring McTominay on. I'm going to take Matichon. It's like, why, man? Like, what are you... You know? So, um, but yeah, man. The, the This team, this Manchester United team is not a good team. It's it's so obvious. It's uh, it's a joke now. And and the worst part is... And, and look, I'm going to say this. People, I never... I never am happy when my team uh, loses. Uh, but today, for some reason, I'm just... I don't care anymore. Like, I don't give a shit. But, like, the thing I'm going to say, though, is I'm happy that we're not 
then the next stage of the 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 this uh um into the semifinal. Yeah. And people would be like, oh wow, I can't believe it. Uncle CB guys, just then you guys can focus on Prem. No, 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 not that. Uncle Uncle C Uncle C B just said he's happy that his team lost. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm happy we're not going to the next round. You know why? Last time, do you remember what happened? Chelsea smoked you. No, not even Chelsea. Not even even yeah, that too. You can add that too, but you remember what happened when Mourinho won the Europa? Mm-hmm. Mourinho won the Europa, right? And, like it was the best. And it was the greatest ever. thing he had ever done. <laughs> you know? My greatest achievement. Then he came second. Second is my greatest achievement with this team. Look, 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 guys. Like, you know, like, let's, let's be real here, man. Yeah, Manchester you know, you're, Yeah, you're Manchester United, and that was not your greatest achievement. You lying piece of shit. <laughs> and the worst part is... He was actually you right. Know, he was not right. Fuck that shit. The guy's not right. Man, fuck him. You know? The, but the way that the team wor- was then... No, man. No, not even... No, don't even start that. Mourinho fanboy started to come out. Mm-hmm. Oh! Manchester United this! Manchester United that! How dare... You know, how dare they fire Mourinho? I'm like... Mario had to go, you know? Mm-hmm. The same problem now, yeah. that because Mario built such a fan base, the same problem now we're having that with Ole. Ole's fan base has been growing because people are like, oh, we're making progress. We were third last season. We're second right, right now. Go and look at the points total yeah. between the first and the second last season. You know what I mean? Yeah. And compare that to this year. Mm-hmm. Go, go and look at the 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 the, the previous the, the points that we have in any other normal any other good season. Mm-hmm. We would uh, the points that we will have on any other normal and any other good season. We will be um, uh, what they call it fourth or, or third or fifth or something. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the numbers. That's not a good. And the worst part if if only win something this season, that's it. That is new it. New contract. No, it's not even new contract. The fan, <clears throat> the fan base will forget. That, they will forget themselves. That he did. They yeah. will forget themselves. They will forget that. Look, this team was shite. Yeah. When they were shite, they were bad. <laughs> Losing to Sheffield, the loss against Leipzig. You know, like just add up. Like we we won games, we tied games, and the mm-hmm. way the loss against Arsenal even, the tie against Arsenal even. You know, the way we were winning one game here, losing the other game here, tying one game here. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have we, uh, we've we both admitted it. We have seen progress. Absolutely. freaking yeah. But this is kind of the same thing that Mourinho did when he came second. Mm-hmm. Bruv, Mourinho did the exact same thing. You know, and I just don't want to hear any more of the, oh, this was my greatest achievement. You know what? We just we won an FA Cup trophy. Blah, blah, blah. And we you we just... go on a, on a 10 minute on a 10 minute rant like Mourinho did. Oh. <laughs> Football heritage. Oh, man. <laughs> the, after the Sevilla game? Uh, was it the Sevilla game? Like, yeah, the, so, stupid, yeah. the stupid Sevilla game. Like, this guy, man. Like, anyway. And now look at Mourinho now. Look at Mourinho yeah. with Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Every, they lost three nothing to Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, you know, like oh my god, every, that the that hat trick was just amazing. You know, but just look at Osage. but but look at it now. Yeah. Every all those fanboys, where are they now? Mm. But then the moment he wins one game, oh Mourinho, <laughs> we won United, we won United, like guys, man. <laughs> so this for me, I don't want it to follow that path, yeah. that pattern, because I can see the same pattern. If only wins something now, if he wins a trophy now, it's game over. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna hear the the rest from the fan fan base. You you could tell them, look, guys, our yes, there's some progress, 
But our player is actually improving. Mm -hmm. Is the football a lot better? Yeah. Like, are we? Yeah, we're, there's progress because on the on the title on the rankings on the mm -hmm. table, yeah, we're, we're we're second. Yeah. You know, but are we truly improving? Yeah. Are we truly? Are we truly? You know, is the style is the football better? Is it different? What? So, you know, he, he, the difference is he just has better plays. Zlatan said the same thing. And even I don't agree with Zlatan on this. They asked Zlatan. He's like, well, this team is better. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. This team, this United team is better than the one I had. Difference is we want some stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. You know, even though I'm kind of like, yeah, you're right. You want some stuff. Mm -hmm. But my goodness, you guys play some atrocious football, <laughs> you know? So, um, mm -hmm. anyway, it's it's what it is. Uh, we deserved we deserved to lose. And that Milan game, too, was just as bad. Like, yeah, we, we came up second half. We played a little bit better in the second half. And brought in Pogba, and we did a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But, man, where do we go from here, man? This team, this this team should not, should is is good, like, that we're getting knocked out of these things. Because then people, people just need to see it for what it is, the bare bones, the bare freaking bones. We are not a good team. We're about five players away from being a decent team as a, 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 not even team better individuals on the stat on mm -hmm. the team and then we're a couple of coaches away from actually having a better much much better um a footballing style of play yeah, for, for me only look if only needs to be the guy i don't care man like look man I've told you they told me you, people have asked me you know uh, uh, uh cb like what would you do um, what would you do if uh, um, you became the director of football for Manchester United? I said the first thing I would do is I'm gonna fire Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> I would not make I would not make any mistake. Yeah. I would just get it done mm -hmm. because I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this is not the guy. Yeah. Like he he has run his course. The two years he's done it. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Get somebody in that can fit into what you're looking for. And then really drive the team forward. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you've got to do. If not, if if not, the only other thing is, what does Ole need to do? Ole needs to fire a good chunk of his staff. Mm -hmm. Mike Feely needs to go. Michael Carrick needs to go. Um, I don't know who else is uh, on there that's on the on the list. There's a bunch of them that when you look at their history, these guys are not good enough. He should be doing that. And getting in good people to come in and support mm -hmm. his staff. Yeah. That's what he needs to do. You know, personally, I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't like to sing Ole out because when, when you start doing Ole out, then it, you take a wheel away from actually understanding what is happening on the pitch. pitch yeah. And then you start to wish bad things to be happening, yeah, which yeah. is not, I don't want to be that type of fan. But Ole needs to take responsibility and get himself help. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have it right now. You know, this is not Tuko. When Tuko comes in, Tuko knows his shit, mm -hmm. right? You see what he's doing. This is Lampard didn't know his shit. Lampard was was good in coaching offensive, but he didn't know how to set his team up so that we're not conceding stupendous goals, but we're winning games. At one point, you know? he did uh, he for a little bit. Not he forgot for a little bit, but it was not in his. Uh, the, uh, the job became <clears> too big for him. I think. Yeah, it's just it, it was not in his DNA. <laughs> but like. You see what Tuchel has done. All he's not that. All he needs to like say, look, guys, like this shit is so hard for me. I'm a manager. I need better coaching staff to help this team. Uh, you know, announce at the next season when he gets his new contract. Michael Carrick is no longer going to be a, a part of our coaching team. We wish him well. He's going to go try out new different adventures or adventures. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Feeling is now leaving the club. Like announce that shit. Get rid of some of these no name coaches. Get yourself some 
good ass coaches in your team. Yeah. Get them, man. Anyway, when you're Manchester United, you can go spend all the money you want and but and get a proper coach. That, I think that's much more valuable than buying any players at this moment. Because yeah. you buy any player, you know, who's gonna yeah, coach him? like who's going to coach him? <laughs> there's no point. People are crying about Haaland, and Haaland's not going to come to United. But there's no there's no point of us like crying about Haaland this, Haaland that. When when Haaland comes, nobody's putting in crosses mm-hmm. to him in the box. Yeah. Nobody's finding him in the final third. Maybe only nobody's, Luke Shaw. You know, it, maybe only Luke Shaw. But Bruno. that's one. That's one. Person or Bruno, Bruno, you just snuff out Bruno out of the game. What is he gonna do? Yeah. Look at the game against Leicester. They snuffed out Luke Shaw. What, yeah. what, 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 what did we do? Right. No option so, after that. Exactly. So get these. You can have all these good plays. Like look at how good Bruno is. Mm-hmm. Bruno is so good that he helps us go skim through games, mm-hmm. skim through games where we should be losing. Mm-hmm. Even him has horrible matches, but he finds a way to get a goal or two. He, co- he covers the blemishes. He covers it so well that everybody like, great, now get him Haaland. Get him Jadon Sancho. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do anything. If those four are up there... And they're, and they're not coached and, properly. And, they're not coached, and the backsides are not coached properly. The way we move the ball to those front, front players is not done well. Mm-hmm. What are they there for? Right? So, anyway, we, need to, we really need to get rid of, get rid of some folks on this team, and, uh, and especially the staff. The staff is the first thing I think needs to go now. Mm-hmm. We've gotten the director of football... Now, Ole's staff needs to be upgraded, and then now you can start looking at the right players. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get the right staff, forget it. it. They, they, they will get Sancho next season, and, and nothing's going to happen. Sancho will come and become like Rashford. Nothing's going to happen. Rashford, <laughs> yeah. What did you say earlier about Rashford today? I said if, if Rashford <clears throat> wants to, like, he's not, he's not at his level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if he wants to grow further, he needs a better coach. Right? You heard it there, folks. You heard it there. Same thing with what's his name, Dan James. <laughs> nah, man. Dan James is not that good, man. Dan James is... But uh, think about it, though. If you give Dan James to Pep Guardiola... No, 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 no. Pep, what, Pep, what, what would Pep do to, to Dan James? Pep would bench him. Yeah. Yeah, Pep would not play him. He's not... But I no, think... no, no. Pep plays everybody on his squad. Everyone. Nah, not Dan James, man. <laughs> but that's the thing. Pep has proven everybody on his team plays. There's a reason because, why everybody because he's very plays. he's very picky about his players. He's not gonna get Dan James. But if he does, play. he would not. If you give Dan James, if you give if you give Pep to Dan James be, before he went to Man United mm-hmm. and said Pep do something with this guy, you yeah. think Pep would be? You think Dan James would be way better than he is right now? Okay. Well, yes. If if if. Pep had no other options. Mm-hmm. I think he will be yeah. because obviously Pep knows how to coach, um, you know, Please. these type of players yes. and you know utilizing the wings. In fact, actually, Pep Pep says one thing uh, about Ateta. He's like Ateta was very in- integral in his uh, in his in his in, move in yeah. his uh, yeah moves, yeah. wing play, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Ateta was kind of the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I would I would I mean he would not get Dan James, but. Yes, would he do better? Absolutely. In fact, uh, Leeds wanted Dan James. Yeah, Leeds wanted uh, Bietla wanted him, but the problem is um, United. Dan James said no, um, so United why? had no. I don't because He's not playing. That's just, that's why that's another reason why I don't like Dan James because <laughs> I used to like this kid, but when I saw that, I was like, you ha- you lack ambition. Then yeah. you know if just you're like, just like Harry Kane, you know, so. yeah, exactly. These guys they're so talented, but. Do you want to play? They're, they're so comfortable seeing yeah. where they are. Yeah. Do you want to play or you don't want to play? Yeah. What do you want to do? 
right? So um, I I would say I I would say uh, uh, that's my only problem with Dan James. I like I like I, look I like Dan James. I think he's a I think he's a phenomenal speedster, mm-hmm. but his footballing brain is horrible. It's almost kind of like when we were watching we were watching Atletico against Alaves there mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Facundo, Facundo yeah. Palestri. He was dribbling left, right, and yeah. center, but it's like his final end game is missing. Now the difference between Facundo and Dan James is Facundo is only eighteen. Yeah. Dan James is twenty-one. Now, when you start hitting twenty-one, twenty-two, what, what, intelligence needs to start what, being there. But that's the thing, though. That's another thing too. It's like it also it's also ties in with the coach that you have. That's true. That's uh, true. When did Dan James get signed to Man U? Um, last season. Last season, yeah. So in twenty nineteen, no, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty twenty. Was it twenty? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Because that was the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys smashed Chelsea four zero. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And he scored last goal. So last he goal. was nineteen then, right? He was nineteen when I you guys. I think it was like twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Because he's twenty one now, right? Ah, oh, dude, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Because so if if he was given to another another person mm. saying Manchester United you guys got maybe like Laurent Blanc or some or somebody else out of, out of life Laurent Blanc right yeah I think Dan James would be a way better player because I, then he I would have so. he would have gotten that IQ that he needed and he would have gotten a coach who's more detailed on what he needs to do yeah and then he will have a plan going forward right yeah no, I, I, yeah, I, I would, I would say so. Yeah. But I just think, I just think Dan James is, I think so, a part of that needs to come from the player too. Like, yeah. come on, there's, you can't, you, you, there's, as an athlete, right? You play more than any of us play. Mm-hmm. You play. This is your job every yeah. single day, right? Imagine me going in my job now, making mistakes every single time, mm-hmm. right? And it's now. Because we're, we're in the customer business, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not impacting our customer base. At one point, the company has to say, look, man, like, it's either you get your shit together or we're going to fire you, mm-hmm. right? So, um, really doing that. you know, I, I'm, th- that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. We can't sit here and say they're not. Like, these guys, when you, when you talk about high-level football, there is a lot behind the scenes. There's yeah. coaches that are working with these players. They watch a ton of videos. Mm-hmm. They, they see themselves, right? Um... The only problem is, <clears throat> the only the only problem I would say, is that Ole's system and Ole's tactics have not really are usually up and down. So, for example, today we're playing attacking, yeah. you know, and then tomorrow we're playing very defensive. Yeah. Next tomorrow we're playing high transition. The following day we're playing, um, you know, counter attack. Like it's just like all over. The there's place. no yeah. There's no consistency in the strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you know, players, uh, what do they call it? Players uh, uh, have, um, it's almost like cognitive dissonance. They don't know what, what to expect. Mm-hmm. But I think at some point, you've got to know, like, there's some things that you as a player need to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for example, you're in the uh, final third, right? You're now 1v1 with a guy, mm-hmm. you know? What should you do? Should you dribble him? You know, should you... Hold up play, wait for your teammates to come, pass mm-hmm. the ball off to them. Should you take him on, go wide so that you can drag him off from the center and then cross, try to cross, put a cross through the mm-hmm. box? Like there's things that you're going through and you're thinking yeah. about. And you don't really need a coach to start telling you, bro, like do this shit, right? Like you should know yeah. to do that in mm-hmm. your own. And I think part of that is he himself lacks the IQ himself. 
and obviously the coaching pattern the coaching system doesn't help doesn't doesn't supplement him doesn't help him like if you're going to city mm -hmm. if you're going to uh, leeds you there's one style of play yeah there's no ifs no buts about it mm -hmm. there's one style of play Piesa likes to approach the game high tempo high aggressive use lots of the wings yeah stretch the field out to the corner non-stop let's go right mm -hmm. and then on the other side um, you know, uh, Pep loves to keep control of the football, mm -hmm. you know, play through, the play through, you know, not play through the middle, play through the wings, yeah. quick one touch, one, two, one, two, one, twos, you know, like that's kind of, and you're going to be used to that very quick. Mm -hmm. Right. But we United, oh guys, today we're going to work on the, you know, the, uh, counter attack. Oh, uh, guess what? Today we're going to work on, um, attacking, <laughs> but no, we're not going to be using a lot of the wings anyway, because mm -hmm. we just don't do that here. Um, oh yeah. Also as well, uh, we're going to be playing uh, high transition. So back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until you gas yourself out. Yeah. Oh, and, um, next week, I think we're going to play, uh, um, you know, long ball. Like it's like, you're going to be, you know, the question, the question that you ask yourself every single time is what is the, uh, uh, you know, what, where's the consistency here? And you can see that not only with the coaching staff, mm -hmm. you now see that with the players. So, Dan James, but Dan James, in my opinion, he just lacks IQ. He lacks, he has poor football IQ. And for a guy that plays every single day in football, it's it's a tragedy to see this. Because you're like, bro, you can be so much better. Mm -hmm. You have everything. You're quick. You're fast. You can think on your feet if you have to. Just think better right mm -hmm. you know so anyway but that's but that's that piece but uh, with that being said united are out um as i said this is a good thing in my opinion it's a blessing in disguise because it doesn't paper over the cracks and i think now that um manchester united fans and everybody now we need this type of shocks mm -hmm. we got it with sheffield we've gone it with leicester we've gone it with leipzig We've got it with Arsenal. We need these type of shocks because then it wakes up everybody and everybody's like, oh, we're not as good as we think we are. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But moving on to Chelsea. You guys won 2 nothing. I didn't watch the game. What happened? Against Atleti? Um, no, well, you guys won 2 nothing against Atleti. And then I watched, I watched the Atleti game. That game was just a master class. <laughs> and then the other game, 2 nothing against um, Sheffield. I didn't watch the Sheffield one this morning, though. Sheffield. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, it was like um, the first the first goal was an was actually an own goal, but the way we were playing, man, Sheffield just barely had chances. And when the ball came over, we just covered. It. Yeah, Sheffield not a good side, and they they're not they're not scoring a lot of goals either. They've sacked their manager. Yeah, um, I then, saw that. Today. I, I I was like, who's this guy? I'm like, oh, you didn't know? I didn't know they fired their yeah, manager. Yeah, I think about like a week ago they fired him, oh, uh, Chris shit. Wilder, after he brought them up to the Premier League. Mm -hmm. But I don't I. It was a part of like it. A it was a little bit an event with like a lot of managers you bring well, up with the Premier League and get fired after. Well, in a way, but it didn't happen with Norwich. It didn't happen with Burnley. Yeah. When Burnley came up, um, uh, and then they went down, they stuck with Sean Dyche. Yeah. You know, and then and look, look at where they are. You know, yeah. one of the worst Premier League teams, but, but still you know, they know how to survive. <laughs> they play some horrid football. Burnley, the new huh. Stoke. <laughs> you know, yeah, they play horrid football. Everybody, anytime I look on Twitter, people are always wishing them to go down. Like, it's just, people hate playing against them. But those but, are the type of things I like to watch. Yeah. It's like, how can you break this team? I, I don't like, I don't like watching them so on my spare time. It's frustrating, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hate watching them on my spare time, yeah. that's for sure. But they are, uh, Burnley are, um, 
they're very you know one of those type of teams and but but Sheffield they should have in my opinion they should have just stayed with Chris Wilder like yeah. remember what I mentioned like their defense what happened the defenders injuries left right yeah. and center they lost I can't remember what his name was but it was like the Van Dyke of Sheffield mm. and you know that was a big thing and they, I think they felt more um, they felt the effect of no fans more than any other Premier League team yeah, yeah, because yeah. their fans are just like raw yeah. like they just get under your yeah. skin right they make you they make you yeah. keep, keep working exactly right so but anyway good on Chelsea though 2 nothing mm-hmm. against uh, Sheffield you guys are through you guys are going to be playing Manchester City Yes, I was I, I was actually happy for that draw. I wanted City because um, I think we played them like two, three times in a row now. And then pretty much like I have a feeling that Chelsea could make it to the finals and mm. I think City could be there too. So I, I think this is, a, this is a good warm-up games for them, right? Yeah. So Chelsea can also definitely, we can definitely beat City. I know it's not a, it's not impossible to beat them, right? And now we have Toko, right? So it's like we'll see the masterclass. And I'm pretty sure, like when whenever TT and Pep met previously, I think TT always always won, right? Mm. So um, it's all it all comes down to who's ready to play that day, who's ready to play that day, how how ready are you, you know? Yeah. And like the work ethic that you're gonna be putting. And yo, another thing, today the captain for Chelsea. Was Mason Mount? Was it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like Lampard is still winning, bro. No, <laughs> because man. like at the end of the day, Lamp- Lampard gave him that captainship, right? And he said this boy would be a future Chelsea captain. And now today in the FA Cup, the first FA Cup game, um, um, Tuchel didn't play him as a captain. He gave it to N'Golo Kante, mm-hmm. but then in this game, he yeah. gave it to him. Yeah. So it's like it's like. Lamps never went wrong with any of the decisions that he made. You know what I mean? Like, everything has been justified by what Tuchel has done. Yeah, right? you, guys, you guys are just, uh, you just say that just to stick it to Yana. That's why you're saying it. Ah, yeah. fuck Yana. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... Yana's my blue brother, but still fuck Yana. But the thing is, like... He was Yana, right about Lampard, though. He, I wouldn't say he was right. Certain aspects of it was right. Okay. But not, like everything yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like yeah it's a big job yes like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes we just talked about this right yeah um the fact that players were not getting talked to yeah was like it, it baffled me but the things rudiger came out and came in and talked about it he was like so i wasn't getting in the team and instantly i talked to lampard and instantly i was on the team uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe sometimes managers forget. Like so they forget <laughs> they forget the players that they have. You know, maybe it's up to the players to knock at the door. Like like Phil Foden was knocking at the door at Pep Guardiola's house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Jaden Sancho was knocking at the door at fucking Guardiola's office, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much like that. Those things those things matter. If mm-hmm. a player is not happy. He should speak up about it. Yeah. Say something with the manager. The manager probably forgot because all these guys are performing. No. You know what I mean? They they don't forget. They just they you're just not at that moment part of their plans. Yeah. Same at that same, moment. Same thing that happened with um you know Mourinho with Kevin De Bruyne. Even though Kevin that was one of the worst things against Mourinho. Yeah. Is you look you have. But the crazy thing though is like the the way Mourinho can justify that is he won titles without Kevin. Yeah, yeah. You, but, you can say you can say. But that. he lost a player but, for the future. But Pep also as well. You mm-hmm. know, he won play. He won titles without uh, those players too. Mm-hmm. So, 
You know, it's just that I just think that they're not those players are not a part of the plans as At much the as moment. as much as yeah, as much as play as much as we the fans want to see those yeah. players, they're they're not um and, you know. and plus another thing is like you in these clubs you have to get results. True. Yeah. You have to get Listen, results. So at that point, you're yeah. you're not looking at the young kid who's coming up, yep. who 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 may do the job. Yeah. But you're looking at the person with set certainty yeah. who can do you that job, yeah. right? So okay, that's yeah. pretty much like that's pretty much how Mourinho, I think, was looking at it. Yeah. And even though even up till today, Mourinho's produced some like pretty great young players still, right? But the thing is, just like. At that moment, he fucked up, right? Mm. He fucked up with, with De Bruyne. He fucked up with Salah. But he also said Salah was a lost boy in London, right? Yeah. So, But then he had to go find his way. And becoming a trade, uh, becoming a, a master of the trade after you go on certain loans yeah. and figure yourself out is the best thing a, a player can do most of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. It's the best thing a player can do most of the time. And that's pretty much like what um what Salah had to do what De Bruyne had to do and now that's made them like 10 times the player that they are yeah. like from, from way before right because it's like you went on you you took it upon yourself to go out and find playing time mm-hmm. right you, and when you found the playing time it was different levels of playing time mm-hmm. it was different levels of experience different levels of of technicality, you know what I mean? Like, you go to Germany, they're going to teach you that technical aspect. They're going to teach you how to press, constantly work, constantly work, 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 right? Mm-hmm. You go to, um, what do you call it? You go to Italy. That's, that, that's like the level of like... How do you say it? It sounds Yeah, and then and the, the and the tactical abilities that come with it. The pattern play, you gain everything. you gain all of those, mm. and now 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 you see people come into the into the prem, and then they implement those mm-hmm. in the prem, and it's become such a huge success, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's uh yeah, it's interesting to see. Yeah. But then well, now you're looking at Mason Mount, uh, you know, obviously getting the Paul uh, keeps saying he's the he's he's the player of the season. But he could be the player. He's a, of the I mean season. he's not yeah. He's Chelsea's best player. Yeah. Right? Hands down, he's Chelsea's best player. I wouldn't player. say he's your guys' best player. I would say he's your your most um effective. Effective player. Effective player. Um yeah, I don't I've never gone into a game watching you guys and he has Put in a bad shift. Mm-hmm. I usually, you know, at least he will put in a good shift. He may not be uh, ten out of ten, yeah, but at least he puts in like a six out of ten, which I think is the bare minimum for most players. Mm. Um, the best average and six out of ten, he puts it up and he does a good, he does a very good job of, uh, um, you know, performing in that uh, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, you know, uh, category, mm-hmm. yeah, right? So, but it's just. <sighs> You know, Mason. He has the Mason, he has, he has, he has the potential. It, like, yeah, has and the potential. and I'm glad that like that's. But we said it on here before that mm-hmm. Mason Mount's a system player. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you, if you want to play three five two, he's he could be your guy. Four three three. Four three three. Four two three one. He's your guy. Even four four two. Yeah. He, he four five one two because yeah. even sometimes took a place four five one. So no, not four five one two. You said no, no, no. Four five one. Okay, four five. Four, yeah. I just said four five one two okay. as two. well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you know, he um, he just knows how to uh, fit into any person's systems, and you know, this is why Garrett uh, Mountgate Mount likes Gate. to call him every call him up every second. Again, <laughs> Cody <know>? Gate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he deserves it. But 
that game against uh what you call it uh the game against um uh yeah these guys um Atleti. atletico man that yes, game yes. was just on another level that was man. crazy i was watching that and i was like damn they nullified suarez bro didn't even jow they nullified jow like jow still found his space he still here, found his space but he couldn't do anything, couldn't do anything. and mendy was just like Mendy's he's a good goalie man stopping it stop it's, it's the, the fact that they that they keep saying all these reports keep coming out there that Chelsea's not looking at Mendy as the long-term number one. It's kind of strange because they want to go for Donnarumma, right? Because his contract is ending in AC Milan. Dude, have you, did, did you watch the game against United? I did not. There, no. was the, there was moments when they passed the ball back to Donnarumma and they pressed him. And he, and he was yeah, almost yeah. gonna. And this is not the first time he's done that. Yeah. You know, Corey. I was actually uh, at Corey's place the other day. We were watching the game, and Corey was like, "Donnarumma has been like he's good, but yeah. he makes a lot of these mistakes. weird mistakes. He do, it hasn't cost the team a goal yet, yeah. but is getting there. Yeah. So you guys better be mindful. I just, careful I just, you wish I just for, think man. these guys like I get it. He's you want to get him on a free, yeah. right? If you get him on a free, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. him on a free. Put him in the put him in the in the bench. Give him time, right? And let him watch the games as well. You have Kepper as well. So if you have yeah, three yeah. quality keepers, that you Kepper's not a quality keeper, right? No, Kepper anyway. could be a quality keeper. Yeah. In the last game that he played, he saved us. We would have been eliminated, yeah. right? So, um, and then as well in the in the prem, he kept a yeah. clean sheet. Yeah. So um, it's, it's remember it's not one game. You have not, to look at the longevity of these of games, the, of the right? games. Like, yes, but seeing know. that is a glimpse of positivity. Okay. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So like, um, seeing seeing that you know that what you're gonna get, right? If he's at his highest level, mm. right? He is a dangerous fucking keeper. Yeah, it's hard to beat Kepper. Even in penalties, it's hard to beat Kepper. We've all seen it. Yeah, Kepper's the reason we won Europa, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, don't give up on him. Obviously, right? But if you're gonna get done a rumor on a free, get done a rumor. Tell Willie Caballero, it's time, baby. I'm sorry, life is life has passed you by. I think it's time you retire. Go back to Argentina, bro. Spend some time with your family. He doesn't, but, but he doesn't want to go back to Argentina. I think he wants to meet his. Um, he, have you known of his brother Johnny since? No, no, no. He, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't read up on Willie, bro. But but Jack Harlow actually dropped a line for for for, for Willie Caballero and his song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you should uh, you should search up uh, Johnny Sins. Johnny, who's Johnny Sins? Who the hell is Johnny Sins? Johnny Sins, you know, you know the Johnny Sins. That's Sins. Willie Caballero's cousin, man. Oh yeah, his brother, yeah, his brother. <laughs> Johnny Sins, bro. Yo, <laughs> yo, man, just just make sure you go incognito where you're searching on Johnny Sins. That's see? all I can say. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so pretty much like you get you get you get um you get you get done a rumor in mm-hmm. and you you say okay okay bro Willie I think it's time like thank you for your services cut the check just sell and, sell and Kepa go. sell Kepa uh, get rid of Willie that's it problem no, solved no no no, no. get Donnarumma in problem get solved. both of them in there cause then what that's gonna do is gonna create get, such a competitive level no, that man. even Kepa will suffer to thrive but if he thrives then he's gonna be a way it doesn't it doesn't work like that bro can, you know? goalkeeper go, the goalie position is one of the most psycholog- psychologically impacting positions mm-hmm. it 
you know, your goalie, yes, does need, com- need competition. But, but you also, patience. But not only patience, but your goalkeeper needs to know that he... Yeah, patience, everybody needs that. But he also needs to kind of be known that you are the number one. Yeah. You are the number two. You are the number three. Like, it needs to be clearly defined. Mm-hmm. If you start having problems where there's sort of this transitionary period where nobody knows who's the, really the number one, then the goalkeepers now start to do a lot of weird things. Mm-hmm. We see this a lot with goal- goalies. They start doing weird things. I- I've seen this personally as as a coach yeah. um, uh, with our kids where we had two starting goalkeepers and it caused a lot of confusion. Um, you know, the players, they were just like, okay, am I starting? Am I not? You know, their mindset is not quite there, but they kind of need to know that they are the defined number one and this other guy is the defined number two. Yeah. And the other thing too is, if, as it starts to drop in performance and quality and all that, you now start to say, look, this is what's happening. We're going to now re- switch you out. We're mm-hmm. going to put the other guys number one. You're going to be number two. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be, like, clearly defined. It can't be like, we have a guy like Donnarumma on the bench. That's what that's what, that's what that's what Toku did. Toku yeah. came out and said, Kepa did great. He's like, he's, he's like he did awesome. Yeah. But he's like, Mendy is still our number one. And our man. number two is... Yeah. Your goalie, your goalie psychology needs to be clear. Yeah. It needs to be defined. If it's yeah. not defined, is the problem United is actually having right now with De Gea Henderson because they haven't when, defined it. When, when, yeah, they have, like they, they have clearly is the number one goalie, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of calls for Henderson to supersede him and come yeah. in as the number one. But there was a time when they were, they were not clear because Henderson came back and mm-hmm. said, "Look, I want to fight for my place, yeah, yeah. and I should be starting." Mm-hmm. Um, but. Goalie was like, well, De Gea has been here for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he was our 2017 best player, of, you know, straight up best player for the last four years. Yeah. Saved us from relegation, basically. So we're still going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but De Gea was making mistakes left and center. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden, De, uh, Henderson comes in, De Gea starts to kind of improve, but then the next mistake he made, everybody were calling for Henderson. And then that, you can see something mess with his head a little bit. Then next time he makes another mistake, he's like, you know, you can see it in his face. Like the reality happening on, on TV. This guy is, man, like they're looking on the bench, you know, because mm-hmm. there was no clear definition. And then Henderson now came in, was playing some games, was playing some games. Henderson makes a mistake now, and he did make some mistakes. And we were like, ooh, you know, maybe De Gea. Th- that, that needs to be clear between both of them. Mm-hmm. Look, I am the starter, you're the second but right now it feels like I am 1.5 and you are 1.5. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like I am the starter and you're the second. Like we know for a fact, Dave, David De Gea is our starting goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. You know the reason why he's not playing recently is because of his uh, wife uh, just gave birth. Uh, congrats to to them. But um, uh, uh, Dean Henderson is uh, for us the sub goalkeeper. He's the second. Mm-hmm. But lately there's been a lot of like hmm. Interchanging, like interchanging, like and yes, because of David De Gea's child, Mm -hmm. but still, even before that, there was a lot of that, yeah. And we were like, hmm, they're fighting, you know, like you know, the the competition is intense, and Mm -hmm. you can see psychologically how it's impacting them, not in a positive way, Mm -hmm. you know. It's just lately with Dean Henderson, you've noticed that he's been the starter. You've seen him be more confident. He comes out, receives the ball. He says are not the best, but at least. There's much more confidence in his play, mm-hmm. um, and that's a big thing. Your goalie needs you need to have a goalkeeper that's confident that I am the guy. Yeah. Because if he starts getting shaky, oh ho ho, that, and that's I think what's what happened in Kepa because I think he made it when he had that rift with um, Sari, mm-hmm. and then he now tr- went into the next season and then he started to do some dodgy things. 
mentally, you were starting to see, and then people were, news articles were saying, Chelsea are looking for a new goalkeeper. Chelsea are looking for a new mm-hmm. goalkeeper. Watch how he played. The Kepa, the season before, was night and day from mm-hmm. the Kepa when that pressure came up. Yeah. Because goalies' mentalities are so fragile. Mm-hmm. And you cannot have that with your goalkeeper. Especially when you break up with your girlfriend in nine years. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that too. It also does the number in your head. I know, it sure does. But he's a rich guy. He can find multiple multiple women that, uh, you know, that pleases him. Of course. But yeah. But yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It bring in Donnarumma, right? And let Willie go. Have a competition. Whatever you sell need. off Kepa. See, I think eventually Kepa will go on loan. Sell like, off. Just they sell need him. To, there should not be a middle ground. But the thing you is, like, a Marina does not want to lose all that money, bro. She can recoup fifty mil for him. <laughs> you know, you guys over. You guys overpaid for twenty twenty mil. We need back. Yeah, you guys. He got. He was worth for 70, 74 mil. Yeah. You guys overpaid for him, so yeah. sell him, get rid of him. Um, and then just keep Mendy and if you're going to bring in Donnarumma then bring in Donnarumma but Donnarumma's um, uh, boss or mm-hmm. sorry agent is the dreaded Mino Raiola and he's going to ask so for Halland. guarantees so absolutely Halland's, but he's going to ask agent. the negotiation stage for you guys between both of you mm-hmm. will probably be one of the most brutal mm. for Chelsea because is he getting him on a free Donnarumma is going to ask for guarantees yeah. anywhere he's going am I starting yes or no you need to put it on my contract. Mm. I need to start minimum of these games. If not, forget it. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. We'll see. But oh yeah, uh, back to the actually before before we jump into the athletic game, we need to talk about the roughing that Pulisic had today, bro. Bro, they 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 stepped on his calf. They stepped on his Achilles. Yeah, I saw the I, pictures. Yeah, he was bleeding, mm-hmm. right? These refs need to do better, man. Honestly, no, man. I, I I think I think the refs need to stop um, uh, what they call it uh, being card heavy and whistle like like you can be whistle heavy. But those tacos w- could definitely be red cards. It also it depends on the type of taco though. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the one Ricardison took against Thiago when the Acantara when the season started Liverpool against Everton that was like a straight red. Yeah, that you was know? awful. Uh, Jonathan loves doing that crazy shit. Yeah, Pickford against Van Dyke. That was, um, also, that was also, you know, a, a red like going through the players. So, you know, you have you have that right, <clears throat> but I think it needs to be clear cut as that. Yeah. But sometimes there's a lot of scrappiness and like players nowadays dive so much, bro. They are always, always diving. They're always, um, uh, you know, they're always they're always uh, moving around and. Any little thing, they're just jumping on the ground, right? So, um, you know, the the key thing for me is, uh, you know, if until the players stop, like, flopping left, right, and center, that will never stop, you know? It, that, that That's the first thing that needs to stop. Yeah. Until the players until the players don't stop that, I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's very difficult for mm-hmm. us to differentiate between is this guy actually faking it or is he injured? But that's the thing. With, I don't think I've seen Pulisic dive, man. I don't think I've seen him ever die. But it's not. But it's not him though. The other players die. Other players. Yeah, true. You 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 blow like you know you look at. I, I I hate to say this, but look at Bruno, man. Yeah. You blow. You just blow breeze on this guy. This guy is just gonna fly, scream. A part of it. Bruno was starting that you know, school of diving. <laughs> he went to Italy, played with Sampdoria. Yeah. Uh, was it Sampdoria or Udinese? Sampdoria. I think, some, I think I it was Sampdoria. Sampdoria and Udinese. Udinese. I played for. I think so. But anyway, 
you know, these guys, and, and there's a reason also too. The other side of it is because uh, Bruno does this because you know, in next time if you come in, you're now gonna think twice, yeah, yeah. right? So, in a way, I'm gonna defend him for mm-hmm. that. I think Pulisic maybe he needs to start diving too, yeah. because if he if they come on, because players know the one players that don't dive, so they can hack them, hack yeah. them. Player doesn't dive, you know. So what what happens, right? Versus the player that actually like dives. They, they don't even touch him and the guy's on the ground, mm-hmm. they will be much more careful next time because then those kind of players are the ones that find themselves in the box all the time. Yeah. And then guess what happens? Penalties. Penalties, right? Yeah. So maybe you should start diving. Maybe you should maybe protect I mean, last, more. Last, 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 last season, Pulisic was the reason we got a lot of penalties. Well, there you go. It, but, but he, but he was legit. Diving. Yeah, he I know. I saw it. He was legit. I remember he was on my fantasy. Yeah. Whenever I watched him, legitimate, legitimately taking hits. Yeah. Like, and, I, and part of that, I'm like... You're taking a lot of hits, buddy. Yeah, you're gonna get you're injured. gonna get injured. Yeah. So you need to start being a little bit smarter with mm-hmm. the way you're, you're going. I mean, I don't want to give approach. you all any advice, but you know, you go smarter with your approach. Yeah. You know? But anywho, the athletic game, Whew. bro. That was a masterclass, man. I was watching that and I was like, "What the hell is happening to Atletico?" Mm-hmm. It's like Atletico doesn't know. Like they just did not know how to like. Well, Atletico is such a defensive team. Yeah. If if you score against them, it's di- so difficult for them to like come back, come back, or yeah. do anything offensively, yeah. right? So, but I don't know why with all the guys that they have on that squad. I've been saying this for a long time too, because Atletico is like my team in Spain, right? Yeah. But it's like with all this, all these people that you have on your squad, mm-hmm. you should not be playing defensive football. Mm-hmm. You should not. I feel Joe Felix's uh, talent is being wasted. He should leave. Yeah. He should go somewhere else. Go to City, bro. Go to City so we can take Haaland to Chelsea. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know, actually, if Joe even comes to Chelsea, fuck, why not? Like, he's going to be like another nah. team over. He can he can actually finish probably way nah, better. Nah, I, th- I think he's not going to work in Chelsea. You don't think so? Eh? No, I don't think so. But these th- that's the thing. It's like, stop playing defensive football. Stop, stop going on this front foot. Stop putting players on the front foot. Stop putting teams on the front foot, you know? Yeah. Like, you have the squad to do it. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. You guys are so, like, I get it. Like, Simeone is so um, um, comfortable with his system. Yeah. Kind of like Mourinho is. But the thing is, like, at some point, that system needs to evolve, right? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you do not evolve your system, you become a dinosaur. Yeah. You become what, uh, what, what Arsene Wenger was. You know what I mean? So you need to find a way to kind of evolve your system into not just being that, but being more in a pragmatic sense where it's like, bro, we have the players. We can take these guys, you know, we can take them on. But that's not me complaining. Chelsea won the game. So like, I know we got to give props to Mr. N'Golo Kante, bro. He ran this game. He absolutely demolished this game. And honestly, my highlight of my highlight of the night of that of the whole game was pretty much when Thiago was on the, on the sidelines. Yeah. When Thiago was in the stands, yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. Mason Mount was in the stands, yeah, yeah. and Jorginho was in the stands. Yeah, yeah. Three captains all on the stands, yeah. bro, because they did their job the first the first game, yeah, yeah. and then Thiago got was injured. Yeah. So pretty much like when 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 Chelsea scored that first goal, when Ziyech scored that first goal, Thiago was like, yeah, 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 yeah and it, he looked like a little 
little boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody ran over to yeah, yeah, but it was so ecstatic, you know, like. But how about, you know, yeah. No, I, I went to jump because we all, we know how good N'Golo was. Yeah. You know, how everybody was in that game. But, yeah. you know, you guys now in a, in a very good position with that draw. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you know what's crazy? I actually, I wasn't even hoping for Porto. I was hoping for Liverpool or Real Madrid. And crazy shit about it, Liverpool and Real Madrid got paired together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, because I know, like, at this point in time, we can play anybody. Yeah. Like, we can play anybody. And and that's not just me saying that. Yeah. Just, like, on a hype thing, I can see it. We can play anyone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can stop the transitions. I would have. I wanted to play live or Real because fuck Liverpool and fuck Real Madrid when they don't have Hazard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when they have Hazard, okay, then I I, I watch them, you know, because Hazard's my boy. But man, like what a draw! That that draw gives us a perfect position That's right per- now. Perfect draw. Perfect draw. Now we play Porto, so now we have like the easiest of the draw. But the thing is, Porto is also really threatening. I need to remind Chelsea fans about this because they. Everybody started drawing. They're like, oh, we're going to win it. Take it one game at a time. Take it one game at a time because you'd never know what Porto is going to come up with. Mm. We need to be ready for this game. And hands down, to God, I know freaking TT is going to be ready to go, right? He's already probably looking at formations and already looking at systems on how to play this match. Just play the three at the back. That's it. You guys... guys He's yeah. gonna he's gonna stick with his winning formula. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go for it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they have to be ready to play, right? The boys gotta be ready and don't have this complacency in your in your mind where it's like, oh yeah, we're going into this game, we're going to win it. Mm. You know what I mean? Believe that you you're going into this game and you have to work in order to win it. Yeah. Once you once you start to believe that you're gonna have to work in order to win it, you put your mindset at the right place. Yeah, yeah. And you know. You can't be lazy. Your mind's going to be like, first minute at the goal, let's move. Mm-hmm. First minute at the goal, let's move. Create those chances, score the goals, complete the tie, and move on to either Liverpool or Real Madrid. Yeah. Right? But take it one step, one step at a time. One step at a time, get the job done. Right? Yeah. So everybody just needs to be focused. It's, it's a good tie. I'm excited for it because, man, it's the quarterfinals. Chelsea haven't been in the quarterfinals in, in, in what is it, like four, four, five years now? Mm. So, like, actually six, seven years. It's actually been that long. Really? Yeah, so it's it's a good time to go there because the last time we got eliminated by Barcelona and we got eliminated by Bayern Munich, mm. teams that have been champions, like, twice in the past, like, it, it, at least once in the past, like, seven years, right? So yeah. those are tough teams to play. Yeah. So... Take our take what we got now, Porto. Build from it. Build from it. Liverpool, Real Madrid, after that, and then we'll see who's next. Because I think it might be City again. <laughs> I think well, it might be City again. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think, think I don't think Pep is here to play this year. He's not yeah. going to mess with no systems yeah. as long as everybody is fit. Yeah, so City are playing at Dortmund, so Yeah. I will see how that we'll see how that goes. Dortmund but, is also not a like they're my team in, in Germany but it's not like he now he has to play against Haaland so he's gonna see what Haaland really really is about yeah playing against him and then from there if they if they win that game 
City's probably gonna sign Haaland that same day. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna uh, call in right away and yeah. be like, "Yeah, we're we're getting on the team." I think but, I think I think he actually um, Haaland actually wants to go to City. If, if what I'm hearing is correct. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm, I'm just gonna say though is uh, with um, that Porto. Let's just take it back to Porto. So mm-hmm. I think you guys are gonna beat Porto, and the reason why I'm gonna say that is because. Um, Porto, when I watched the game against Juventus, mm-hmm. they were very lucky, man. Yeah? They were very lucky. I think it was a penalty and a free kick. So, you know the free kick? They shot the free kick, and it was, like, right under um, the the guys jumped. The Juventus guys jumped, oh. and it went under them. Yeah. Uh, and Wojciech couldn't uh, handle it on time. So, but I watched that game, man. And, and, yes, Porto went a man down. But even before that, they just did not look... like. I, we've been saying this in Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Juventus are not that good this season. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they have but a man, like new they, manager. They they can't expect to win. Honestly, bro, I called this. I knew... Do you I, remember we, we, we yes, had that talk I know, and I, I know. said this? Yeah. But the thing... I, the reason I said that is they don't have the Bala, bro. If you played the Bala and, and Ronaldo in the same squad, hands down, they would have won that tie. Yeah. But if you do not... Like, the Bala is injured. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Juve is in, like, the worst state that they're in right now. Yeah. They're probably not gonna win Serie A. No, no, like they it, lost to Benevento today. There wow. you go. So it's like it's yeah. it's looking like it's pretty much like a lost season for them, right? Yeah. Pola needs to figure out what he's gonna do first off, because it's looking it's looking grim, mm. it's looking real grim. <clears throat> and if if knowing Juve, if Juve wants to be fair, they will fire Perlo like they did Sarri. You did not complete your objective. <laughs> bye bye. You know what I mean? But it depends, though, what, what his objective is. I don't think his objective was to win. I think his objective was to stabilize and change the way Juventus is going. Do you think so? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think his role this season is win things. I think his role is stabilize and change things. So do you see Perla as a long-term? I think, I think uh, maybe next season and the following season, that's when we're going to see more of, uh, you know, Perlo. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I think he's, I think he's just kind of like, look, guys, like <clears throat> we want to take a different direction. Uh, Allegri wasn't doing it for us. He was, he came close. He didn't win the league. Yeah, I mean, sorry, he didn't win the Champions League. But it's crazy though. But, if you put, <clears throat> if you put Allegri, and then you brought in Ronaldo. No, I think it would have been worse because Ronaldo made that team worse. Yeah. Um, because he, he became a one man squad. He became a one man squad. Yeah. They started. They they took away some of their better, um, you know, players. Um, you know, they took away some of their better players. Um, but uh, now they're looking to offload him. Yeah, yeah well, no, that they actually confirmed today that they're gonna keep him uh, for another season. Yeah, Are you serious? Because um, you, uh, Ronaldo fan base, Juventus is making a lot of money, money off this guy, Ronaldo, yeah. right? So they, but they don't want it to turn to that man. Like I know, I know, th- but this, this this is the problem. Like a lot of football teams have. But it's not it's not that though. You have to understand. It's not it's not about that. Um, you know, it's about transitioning, right? That's what it's about. It's about uh, you know them, you know, tra- transitioning the squad from what it currently is right now to a better team in the future, right? So they're kind of taking they're taking that um, uh, what they call it, uh, um, you know, that they're, they're taking that uh, Manchester United approach, yeah, right? Which is we are going to uh, you know build the, our future. With some of the current, uh, you know, younger uh, 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 players, right? Yeah. So 
that's what they're planning to do right now is build from the younger players and see what happens with that but i think that's what they're trying to do and they just need ronaldo there just to help them as they go through that transition in about maybe a couple of years maybe if Pirlo doesn't improve then they will get a new manager into the uh into the equation right so but anyway um but yeah i think i think i think i think you guys are, i think you guys are lucky with like uh Porto to be honest I really I really do think so I think you guys are lucky with Porto and I think that you guys will um uh, what they call it I think you guys will be I think you guys are gonna win it you know I think I think I think you guys got it I think you guys have got it under control with Porto in my opinion I think so I think you guys are all you guys should start celebrating semifinals no we should (laughs) no we should not be complacent and we should just go in that game and work yeah just go in that game and work yeah and then from there we'll see what happens you know yeah get out get the job done and then focus on the next one right yeah so but it's a it's a good tie all these games in the champions league actually i'm really excited for because it's actually gonna be good matches mm-hmm. liverpool and real that's like the rematch yeah yeah, yeah. of yeah. the of the finals yeah, in yeah, 2018 yeah. right or whatever yeah it was. and then uh and then what do you call it? but Liverpool and Real is also at a point where it's like Real is not at their best Liverpool is not at their best so mm. it, it calls for an entertaining tie yeah 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 Dortmund is not at their best right now but City is killing it so mm. it'll be it'll be very very interesting to see how Dortmund can counter what City brings to the table mm-hmm. and then PSG and Bayern the the rematch of last year's final mm-hmm. that is unbelievable I think yeah. I think I see Bayern losing this one did you see what Bayern just did this weekend? I saw. Yeah, they they were one man down. Alfonso Davies down. Yeah, and then they spanked. Stuttgart speaking of Alfonso, Alfonso Davies, he's been real. He's been reckless a lot lately. Mm. The first time was when he um in the match. I think it was in the uh, in the Champions League match where he yeah. he went up with his studs up on some, on some. I don't know if it's the player or the keeper, <laughs> and then he went and pulled that shit, and then he got the red card there, and I was just like. What's going on with you, bro? Like you just came back from injury, bro, and you're trying to injure some player now. Is it might be the way Hansi Flick is coaching them because they're a high pressure system. True. They have to like get the ball first, and yeah. if they're late to the ball, they're gonna do some you know real messed up, uh, uh, messed up things, right? So it all it all depends on mm-hmm. the coaching, the way they're coaching them. They're yeah. coaching them in such an aggressive way, right? So and it's the way the Germans play. Yeah, high pressure, high tempo. Um, you know. They, are, they basically start pressing you from your own half. Mm-hmm. They they leave so much space behind, and if they don't get to the ball first, then that's they're gonna they can easily get blown out, yeah, yeah. right? So, true. so that's really the true. that's the thing. But I can I can definitely see PSG doing it, man, because I think PSG will be eager to right the wrong of the finals last year. I don't think so. I think uh, Pochettino right now is struggling in the league. Is he? Yeah, in Ligue 1. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're struggling big time. And uh, Neymar is injured still. But he's coming back for this game, will he not? That's what they're saying. But if he doesn't come back, I'm calling it uh, to uh, Bayern, bro. When is, the, when is the game again? Uh, 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 which... Uh, for the quarterfinals? I think it's... Because um, the international break is the next two weeks, right? Yeah. So I think it's in the next three weeks, there should be... In the next two Yeah. Or maybe four. Yeah, maybe four. But... Yeah, so I I think this is Bayern's man. Bayern, Bayern are good man. Yeah. They are so freaking good. So so right now, who do you think could win this Champions League? Like who are the, I would say who are the favorites? Favorites are between Bayern and uh, City. 
than City, yeah? Yep. No PSG in there. Mbappe um, just showed what he does. I, I would like, I, honestly, I know people don't like PSG because they're an oil club. <laughs> but I would like PSG but to, so to do it. But so City. City's an yeah, oil club. Nobody likes City either. <clears throat> but I would like uh, PSG to do it. But they don't have. You guys are forgetting that United played this team off the, uh, not off the park, but Ole, this is the, the one thing mm-hmm. that Ole can do well sometimes. Play, play tough teams. Tactical masterclass yeah. at Paris. You know, beat them 2-1. It, it was even Marcel Ongo. Yeah. We should have won the game like 4-1. But then Ole and his stupidity mm. comes. We come home and all of a sudden he sets the team up wrongly. Wrong. And then yeah. they they beat us. So Forgets the DNA. It's not even DNA. Forgets. He just doesn't stick with a uh, clean strategy over and over again. Right? So, <coughs> excuse me. But, yeah. So, I, 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 would, I would say... I would say this is uh, cities or or uh, Bayerns. I would actually like to see City do it because fuck Bayern. No, I fucking hate. Bayern. I cannot. I can. I don't. Well, obviously, because you're a Manchester no. United fan, you can't City stand to see the noisy ba- names. Bayern. Really. If if it goes to Bayern City, I'm gonna be supporting Bayern all the way. Man. Of course, but even though I hate Bayern Munich, I'm gonna support I, them. Nah, I don't. I don't <laughs> want Bayern to win it. I don't. I don't want Bayern to win. It. I I rather City win it because then Pep. Pep can finally solidify but, himself as the greatest manager of all time. Goddamn. <laughs> Chill out, bro. It's true. If Once he wins this, it's it's over. It's no, a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap after he wins this. But why would you want him to win it? And but that's the thing. Supersede your guy, Mourinho. But, but that's the thing. Uh, Mourinho's, Mourinho's had his time. He's been yeah, at that level, you know? So now I think maybe Mourinho is... I'm, I'm seeing like he, he can't evolve the system. He he was looking like he could evolve it earlier this season. Yeah, yeah. But then he just reverted back to his old ways. Well, did they, what was the score against uh, Aston Villa? Did they play already? I don't know. Like, yeah. Wait, is that, is that a recent game coming up? Yeah, it should be on the zone. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, like, um, Mourinho, Mourinho is such a... I thought he was going to change with Tottenham this year but uh, yeah I thought so too because became like, the same person there was all that there was all that uh, t- like all those interviews that he did like I learned a lot like bro you didn't learn anything yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, I yeah. called this and I said I said bro Tottenham will not win the league and frankly Tottenham will not be in the top four as well yeah yeah so like nah Mourinho just like, but I, it's, 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 it's so sad to see, though. Yeah, like, yeah. he's, like, my favorite manager. Like He's, he's not mine, he, but... Yeah, he's not yours, but he's my favorite manager. But, Pe- yeah. but Pep also got in there, too, because, like, I was watching All or Nothing, and I see the way Pep coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's such an inspiration. It's, it's yeah. like, what I want to do and shit, and how I want to play, because I'm all about the attack, right? Yeah. So, watching, like, Pep and watching Lampard, watching all these guys, like, create those attacking systems. Yeah. I, I became a huge fan of Pep. Like, yeah. at one point, because... And I never really liked Barcelona like that, right? So no, I hated I was, Barcelona. I didn't like... I didn't... I, I don't think I've liked any of the teams that Pep was coached. Barcelona... The only person I liked in Barcelona was when Messi was doing his thing, right? Yeah. So it's Barcelona. He went to fucking Bayern, bro. He went to the worst team. 
you could have done in, in England. Can you in Germany? Can you imagine if you went to Dortmund? Though? That would be crazy. <laughs> nah, he would never go to Dortmund. He the guy, he's a, he needs money. He needs money. If he, he doesn't have the money, but, but Dortmund has cash, bro. <laughs> what? But bro. And, but not as much as buying. No man, buying. they don't have cash. They need they need to sell to be able to pay off stuff. Yeah, they're like well, Liverpool, I guess. You know, not really. Liverpool has because Liverpool Ahmad, has Ahmad cash. Is like we have, we have to. You we guys, have to Liverpool has sell Liverpool has cash. The problem with Liverpool is. They're playing this money ball system and it works so well for them that they that keep they, doing it. They keep trying it, but the problem is when that works so well for you, other teams don't sit back yeah, and yeah. wait, mm-hmm. right? So other teams got now go stack up their own teams, yeah. and then you need to stack up your own team. Mm-hmm. Their first 11, best team right now yeah. in the Prem, yep. in my opinion. If, if you get Van, Van Dyke back, if you get Matip or Joe Gomez back, if you get, um, you know, whoever. Uh, whoever uh, else that is yeah. missing on that Henderson, you know, as a team, they they have that synergy that is like we're the but best. But I wouldn't say like the best anymore. Like City, no. City definitely the best. But no, but it's like, but what are you comparing that to though? Like because because they're not playing. Liverpool's starting true. eleven is not playing. True, if true. Liverpool, if Liverpool starting eleven was still playing and they were this bad, they would then they, we they then we can consider, easily say City yeah. is the, you know. Yeah. So. You know, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you, you've, you've got, you, you have to understand what is happening um, with uh, Liverpool right now, yeah. right? And it's funny how I'm making mis- uh giving these guys excuses, excuses. But let's be real here, man. Freaking Liverpool, I'm freaking I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, your excuses. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah, Liverpool. Let's be real here. Liverpool are just a, like a comedy. Like yeah. how did they fell from grace is ridiculous. And, yeah. It shows you need, especially this year, where games are like every three days, every mm-hmm. four days, you need a squad. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool were running off the fumes of their team the previous season. Previous season it's yeah. like their squad. You yeah. need a football squad. squad. Yeah, That's it. So they're paying the price. They need to go invest and buy themselves actual good backups good to all these players. Good players. <laughs> if not, uh, and that will help competition drive because that's what City does. Yeah. It helps their competition fly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you flying. Anyway. But yeah, that's uh that's what it is. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully we can see them back at the top because I would love to play them again at the Who? top. Liverpool. Nah man. They should they need to stay where they are right now. <laughs> I like it. I like them there. Very noisy, man. Their <laughs> fan base is one of the most uh, you know, obnoxious, annoying, atrocious fan base. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so just everywhere you hear them, it's just such yeah. And they have this woe is me attitude. It's ridiculous. They, them and the city, old school city fans used to have this. We're the ones who suffered the most. United were union and everything. Like, shut up, man. Like, <laughs> you know, your team just weren't that good. Now your team is good. Okay? So just shut the hell up. Yeah. Anyway. But that's mostly it. I think we're going to end the session there. Yeah. What are um, we running at now, anyway? Um, I don't know. About an hour plus. But um, it's been it's been a good session, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, want to say thank you so much for listening to us, and uh, you know, please if you like uh, if you like this uh, podcast, we ask that you could please subscribe um, and uh, follow for updates. Right now, we're pushing uh, every two weeks. Usually, we used to do every like you know four days, but uh, recently because of our workload, mm-hmm. uh, we've been managing every two weeks. So. Um, thank you, though, for listening to us, for those people who stayed behind and giving us the opportunity to lend us your ears. Yes. And uh, we ask that uh, if you like it, please, uh, you know, subscribe and share with your friends. And if- don't forget to follow <clears throat> us on Twitter at PodcastCBF. And speaking of Instagram, um, 
We might do it soon. Nah, forget Instagram, man. We might, we might, we, we might make, we might make the Instagram. We're not promising anything. So don't expect <laughs> nothing. Expect For, nothing. Forget. It. I think it's better if we just plug our own Instagram. Yeah, than, I, guess, oh, I guess so. I okay, think it's okay. better that way. You can follow me at uh, Victor underscore S P E C at Instagram. And for you, Uncle CB. Yeah, good old Uncle CB. I forgot how I spelled this. I don't but, know if it's with the so K or the C. You, you spell the uncle with a K, not oh, a the C. K. Yeah, 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 so yeah. U N K L E C B. That's how much I go on Insta. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You Thank have you. a wonderful and a safe day. Yes. Ciao.